You're listening to the Hot Mess to Success podcast episode 003. Imagine yourself hitting rock bottom. On the verge of death, your life is spiraling out of control and your only option is to surrender. Today's guest shares how she walked away from her business and left her family and kids behind to surrender to God and overcome her alcohol addiction. She's now turned her trials into triumphs. Hear her share the raw and real details how she made two life-changing decisions while in treatment that have forever impacted her life. Terry is now celebrating 10 years of running a successful female entrepreneur Christian-based business called Refine and coaching other women to be who God purposed them to be. Hear what Terry sees as the main struggle for female entrepreneurs and how to overcome by making the next right decision in your life and business and applying the six foundational M's to success. This episode is jam-packed with value and hot tips, so pour some happy coffee, turn up the volume, grab your favorite glitter pen, take notes, and enjoy learning from the amazing and inspiring Terry Johnson. You're listening to the Hot Mess to Success Podcast, where we firmly believe that you can make your dreams a reality no matter what life throws at you. Besties in biz, Amanda and Laura will encourage you to embrace your hot messes own your message, and empower you to kick ass in life and business. It's time to learn from the experts. Listen in on raw and real conversations. Hear hot tips and tricks that helped others overcome the challenges and struggles of being an entrepreneur. Are you ready to dig in, get a little dirty, do the work, and tackle your biggest hot messes so you can enjoy ultimate success? If so, you're in the right place. Here are your hosts, mentors, coffee mug collectors, mother hustlers, and taco lovers, Amanda Belkazar and Laura Host. When Laura and I first started this project, we knew we wanted to give, give, give. But I have to tell you, this is getting a little out of control. In honor of our launch, we have put together a huge prize package that is worth way over $1,000. And we want you to win it. Just go to hotmesstosuccess.com slash win and enter today. That's hotmesstosuccess.com slash win. All right. My name is Laura Host. We're super excited that you guys are here today. And we also have Amanda and Terry with us today. Awesome. 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 Well, I'm super excited to introduce you guys to Terry because Terry and I became friends several years ago. And as we connected, um, Terry had so many amazing things to offer. And I was looking, I had just moved to the Metro and I was looking for a way to connect with other women in business. And I was always attracted to other Christian women and how could I connect with other Christian women? And so as I was looking through this on Facebook, these ads started popping up for Hey, we have this awesome Christian entrepreneur group. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is super fantastic. And so I had known Terry from meeting her through a networking group previously. And so I was like, I've got to check out what she's doing. So Terry and I got on the phone, we visited a little bit and I became a member of her refined community. And I learned Terry's story. She's a best-selling author and so much more. And once I learned her story and all of the hot messes, right? Because what are we here for today, right? The hot messes that she had been through in life. And then all of her 
amazing successes, I was like, thank you, Terry, for giving me hope. Oh my goodness. Because just when we all think that our hot messes are just the, the only ones that the only people that have them, you realize that somebody else is going through this too, right? So I want to introduce you guys to Terry and have her um, share her story with you and share some of her hot messes. And then we're really going to talk about the awesome successes that she's having as well. So take it away, Terry. Awesome. Well, I don't even know where to, to start, but I'm super honored to be here. And anytime that I have an opportunity to encourage or inspire another person, um, I always take it. So I am super glad to be here today. So a little backstory. I was living life up until 2009 and hit a rock bottom. And at that time, I, I guess the turning point for me was I had achieved great success in business. I think from the outside, people would have thought, wow, she's got it all together, right? But on the inside, I was dying. I looked in the mirror and I hated the girl looking back at me. And I knew I needed to do something different to get a different result. I just didn't know what that was. And I read this book. It was about like being this great woman. And I'm like, I want to be that woman, but I can't because I had so many things in my life that I was shameful about. I had I wanted to hide, you know, like I experienced a lot of things that I never thought I would experience and they left me feeling shame, guilt, resentment, unforgiveness, and all of these things. And unfortunately I wasn't equipped to deal with it. And so I turned to alcohol and I wasn't finding joy in my life and I was drinking and drinking and drinking. And I love, I love a glass of wine, but three bottles a night is not healthy, right? <laughs> so I got to this point in my life where I hit this rock bottom and I had this woman who asked me to do a book study with her. And it was somebody that I admired. And so I said, yes, I would be willing to do that. And I said, would you be willing to read this book? The one that I can't remember the title <laughs> of right now. And um, she said, sure. So we got together on a Thursday and we were, I think we were like the third Thursday into it. But when we started, she asked me, she's like, so what, as we're reading this book, um, what would you like to like, just kind of surrender or put down, kind of like give up during this process for whatever reason she asked me that. And I'm like, I'm not going to drink alcohol. Like for these next 12 weeks, I'm not going to drink alcohol. We're going to go through this book together. And she's like, awesome. She shared with me what her thing was. And the next week we met and I was feeling really guilty because I couldn't do it. I couldn't not have alcohol. And so when we were in this next chapter of the book, because we had already done chapter one, now we're in like chapter two, or maybe it was the third week, I can't remember. Um, it was talking about joy. And I said, I'm never going to feel the joy that she's talking about in this book because I can't stop drinking and I don't feel it. But I want to, I want to stop. And so we closed the book and we literally that day made the arrangements for me to admit myself into treatment for 30 days. And it was the best decision that I ever made, but the scariest at the same time. And when I was in there, two things happened to me. I mean, I had to leave my kids, right? And like within 24 hours, I stepped away from a company that I was a part owner from in, and I just left. And, but when I was there, I made two decisions. The first one was I decided that no matter what it, no matter what, I would never shy away from sharing my story. I would use it to bless the lives of other people. And the other, the other decision that I made when I was there is like, I would wake up every morning and say yes to God because I was saying yes to my plans and clearly they weren't working out so hot. <laughs> and so I'm like, okay, I'm going to say yes to you. And I didn't know what that looked like because I was so reliant on myself 
up until that point. I'm going to do this and I want to make this much money and I want to do all these great things and I'm going to be this amazing mom and I'm going to, you know, whatever. But really it was like, I didn't even know what it meant to surrender or even ask God what his plans were for me. And I made the decision that I was going to do that every day. And so when I got out, I didn't go back to where I was working before. I went on a journey of just discovering who I was because I was trying to be all these things, right? And I decided to just wake up every morning, say yes to God, and start to decide what I really wanted to do in life. I was sick of climbing that corporate ladder. I made a lot of money, but that wasn't fulfilling me. So I bought this book. I do know the name of this one by Gary Vaynerchuk called Crush It. Have you guys read that? Yeah. Oh my God. So I've, okay. I actually listened to that one. And just, I, just for the other book, and she probably has multiple ones, but that's what I was doing. If you see me looking down, I wasn't texting somebody. I was looking. Um, is it, because she probably has more than one, is it fully alive? No, it has woman in the, in the title. Okay. Well, I'm not yeah. going to, I'll find it. So yeah, we'll find it. Um, <laughs> Yeah. And now it's just like bothering me that I can't remember. I know. And, I, mean, like, and I actually talk about it in my book, like in the front of my book, I give her a shout out. And anyway, oh so I read this book and the one thing he asked in that book was what, like, what are you passionate about? But remember, I didn't know because I was just like doing whatever it took. Right. And so he said to figure it out, ask people around you, like, what are you passionate about? And so I started asking people my life. I'm like, if you guys were to think of me, like when you say, oh, Terry, she's super passionate about fill in the blank, right? And everyone said, you're passionate about helping others and connecting other people. I'm like, well, how do you make money doing that? You know, <laughs> I was like, you know, I'm this businesswoman, I'm this strategist, this entrepreneur, and I had no idea what a blog was or anything like that. So I did some research. I'm like, okay, a blog is something that you just put up a website and you start writing online and I just started and every morning I just said, okay, I'm going to help other people. I wasn't making any money, but I wrote a daily kip is what I called it because my company name is keeping it personal. And so I, and I just formed that. I'm kind of all over the board, but so I started this blog called keeping it personal after I got out of treatment in the fall of 2009, by the way, 10 year anniversary this fall, Yay. just so you know. Yeah, I know. Oh my God. And um, I just, every morning would wake up, I would dig into the word because I wanted to say yes to God and figure out what his plans were for me. And then I would just write this little nugget of inspiration and, and people can still get it today. It's called the daily Kip. I can give you guys the link you can put in the show notes. And I had, it went out to my whole entire list, you guys. It was one person. It was my mom and she got it every day. <laughs> Aww, <laughs> so right. You can't deny small beginnings, right? Like the daily <laughs> no. kip and I started and um, it went on Facebook, which back in the day, like I'm not sure when Facebook came into existence. I didn't adapt right when it came out. I think I waited about a year because I didn't really get it. So I think I just started it in maybe 2009. I don't know. Maybe 2008. I can't remember. But anyway, so I just started putting it out there in my list group. And then people were like, hey, can you help me? And I'm like, sure. They're like, how much do you charge? I'm like, how much can you afford? <laughs> because that's the price, you know? Right, right. So, I mean, when I started, like I was in, like I sold real estate for six years. I, I owned an access control security company. Like I worked for all these different places. Like I, I had never really done something like this on my own per se, where I was offering my personal advice or coaching or consulting or anything like that. So that was all new to me. So I didn't really know how to price it. Right. So I've been stumbling along the way to success since 2009 and it's been an amazing journey. Um, fast forward a little bit. 
I started taking clients. I think my first person paid me like 30 bucks an hour or something like that. Obviously I've graduated from that. And I came out with a book called Overcoming the Nevers in 2011, October, a couple years after. Um, I'd never written anything in my life other than maybe a description of a master bathroom when I was selling real estate, you know, had great master bathroom with ceramic tile, whatever. But when you have a message on your heart, it's amazing how you can't deny the fact that you have to get it out. And so that's really what my book was. People always ask me, like, are you going to write another one? I'm like, up until last year, I always said, no, I don't have another one, but now I do, but I'm not going to tell you it's a secret. Oh, I do right. have another one. We'll it's have to bring you back on. Yeah. Talk about it. Super secret. Um, so when, so with this book and I know, cause that is, that is quite a leap through that process. And I like every day you're waking up and you're like, okay, guide me along the way. God, what do you want? Is, was there something in there or what was, what kind of put that on your heart where you're like, okay, this was never like, you've made, you made a ton of changes and you're like, okay, when did it click for you to be like, I'm writing a book? <laughs> yeah. yeah, for sure. Um, people started telling me like, you need to write a book about your journey. Remember how I told you, like, I was never going to shy away. So when I got out of treatment and I was networking and talking with women and different things like that, when they started asking me about myself, I would share with them. I'm like, yeah, you know what? I hit a rock bottom and this is my story. And you know, I had a lot of things I needed to overcome. And they're like, wow, it sounds like you've overcome a lot of things that you never thought you'd experience. And they kept saying, you got to write a book on that. You got to write a book. And I'm like, I'm not a writer. But the, the more it started to just kind of fester inside of me, I'm like, yeah, I have it. So I just started with an outline. I mean, if anybody has an, like desire to write a book, it's, you could just start with an outline. That's what I did. And then I just started filling in the blanks. And with a lot of um, perseverance and very focused dedication for about a year and a half, I would just sit down and write every single day. And then, awesome. yeah, it ended up being finished in July of 2011. And then and, it came out in October. And one of the things that, you know, going through your story, when I was, I started getting emotional, I started getting, you know, the goosebumps and stuff. So taking it back there real quick, when you had made the decision that really quickly that you're like, okay, this is it. I'm going, you know, into rehabilitation and, you know, leaving your kids. And like, this is, this was really quick. Like you said, walking away from business, your part owner in, you know, I, I have to say that that is one of the most, like when you were saying that I was feeling how heroic and like brave that is that oh. I mean, some people will be like, oh my gosh, I'm going into rehab. No, that is one of the it, that on top of you sharing, but that is one of the bravest things that I can see people doing because like taking that on to yourself and having that admittance and going in, I think that's just incredible. Like that is, yeah. that's amazing. And so thank you one for obviously being able to do that, but then also having it on your heart to be like, I'm not keeping this to myself because mm -hmm. it's hard. Right. And I don't, was there anybody outside of that gal in that instance was there anything else uh, as an outside factor that you felt kind of encouraged you to do that? Or was it really, the reason why I'm asking is because I feel like there's probably other people out there that either need that, or maybe they've been through it and it's a beautiful thing. And, and if people aren't ready to share their personal life, I totally get it. But if you are like, you never know who you're going to be able to impact. Right. In mine. Um, and I would kind of write about this in my book, like a couple weeks before I hit that spot of going in like there was, there was ickiness inside of me. Like I had this, such a battle in my heart. Like I was, something was coming and I didn't know what it was. And that's what it was. Does that make sense? But at the time I didn't know, I just knew I was crying out to God thinking I cannot do this one more day. 
Like it was a life or death situation for me. If you're, if I'm honest, like it was so bad that I could not function and I was, I was dying. And so, and if, and I could have been that girl who got in car accident. I mean, I was making such unwise decisions, you guys. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I am not proud. And I, I, I could have ended up in prison because of the choices I was making with driving while I was drinking. I mean, I hate to say that. I mean, that's kind of embarrassing, but honestly, like I was doing some really unwise things because of the influence that alcohol had over me at the time. I can honestly tell you that today, I feel like I have been healed and set free from that, um, which I am so grateful for, but I attribute it all by me just in my relationship with the Lord and understanding who he is, who I am in that equation. And that is what has really been my saving grace. But I did, I just have to let you know, I do remember the book. It's called the uncommon woman. But I'm glad that you keep you because it probably would have bothered you if you did. I know what that does to me. I'm like, don't tell me I'm, I need to right. think of yeah. <laughs> So. The other thing that I love, Terry, is that one of the um, hashtags that mm-hmm. we decided to use with this podcast is own it. And the yeah. day that Amanda kind of decided on that we, it was like this big epiphany moment, <laughs> like there's so many things that we need to own in life, right? Whether it's like owning up to who we are, owning up to our hot messes, owning up to our successes, owning up to that, you know, I'm going to be a full-fledged public Christian, whatever it is, right? Like it's, it's good, the bad, the ugly, the love, the hate, the everything. We just need to own it and be who we are. And so your story is so inspiring because it's, it's the, those moments like where you're like, I was driving drunk. I did things that I'm really not proud of, but you know, once you own that, and then there's other people that are listening saying, gosh, I've made some really bad decisions in my life and I'm a hot mess. And I, if I own this, maybe I can transform my life. And I think a lot of transformation starts in the initial phase by owning up to what we are, because I found myself also when I was, have dealt with addiction in loved ones in the past is I didn't truly feel like I started healing until I owned it and started telling other people not to be gossipy, but to like have a support system of people. Because if I kept it a secret and kept hiding and pretending everything was so perfect. No one was there to support me. And I felt like I was so alone. So that ownership, that owning it, it just seems like it's the transformational period to almost take your life to the next level. Did you feel like that? Like once you owned up, went to treatment that it was like a breakthrough almost moment of your life? Yeah. It was like this surrender moment for me. I was like, I raised the the white flag finally. And, and, and one of the things that I've taken from this and also now in my business is asking for help. I was trying to be superwoman. Like I was trying to be like the best. I mean, my marriage fell apart. I had gone through a divorce. I mean, like it was all crashing in. Like I can't do this on my own. So it was the surrender, raising that white flag and being like, all right, I'm done. I'm cooked. Like put a fork in me. (laughs) I'm done. I cannot do this one more day. But then as I've grown in this, the surrender exercise or practice because every day it's like moment by moment, I have to lay things down again because our humanness, right? We want to pick it up. We, we can do this. We've got it all. I got it. Don't worry. I don't need any help. I got it. And I think women are more prone to act like that than men. Right. But even in my business, I have to remember like, okay, Lord, I am nothing without you. Everything because of you surrender. Like, where am I going? What am I doing? Who do I need on my bus? to continue to do what you're calling me to do. Like, who do I need? Cause I'm not 
I'm not in every seat on my bus. I'm a great driver. I'm a great visionary and I can do a lot of great things, but there are many things that I am not equipped to do. And I don't have the time or the capacity or the energy to do it all. And so for most women, we want to, and then there's that fear and that risk factor of like, well, can I afford to hire somebody or can I afford? And so that's again, where I go back to the surrender and the trust and the faith and all of that, because if I didn't have that, I don't know what I would do. Like I wouldn't be where I am today for sure. I agree with that like a hundred percent. And I think what's so powerful about that is a lot of times, you know, when people are struggling with indecision for some reason, um, again, maybe, and that, that's common. I think I'm in a, in a situation and, and there, there, it happened. I mean, I'm not going to say it happens all the time. There was a recent situation. We were trying to make a decision on, on what we were going to do, um, you know, with something with our family. And it was like, there's not a clear, like I can go through and a lot of times I can analyze and be like, okay, here's the pros, here's the cons. Let's look at this. Let's talk this out. Okay. And then it might not be super clear, but it leans. Right. So like there is, there is a situation I'm like, it's really not leaning. And I'm like, okay, I need to, I need to take, I'm going to, I prayed about it. I slept on it. I woke up. I'm like, I don't have, I still don't have the answer. What am I going to do? So I sat there. I'm like, you know what? Okay. There is a little bit of, of a, of a leaning between both of us where my husband and I were making the decision. So he's leaning a little bit one way and I'm like, I'm okay with that. And if I'm okay with that and I have faith that that's the way that we're going to go, what's going to happen is all of my, you know, energy, my heart, my faith is going to be there. So I think one of the biggest thing is, cause I think that a lot of times for people, it's really difficult, you know, whether, even if they, if they do have faith and they, they are a believer and they're thinking about that, it's like, like, this is hard. Like some stuff is just really, really hard and it's not black and white and you're not yelling at me. You're not texting me and telling me what I should be doing, you know, but I think that, so when you, we, you just make that decision, get out of indecision, make the decision, make it the right one and, and put that effort into it and just have that faith. That's what makes the decision the right one. And then continue on. I mean, obviously continuing to communicating and and seeking in yourself and then, you know, you know, communicating with God and walking through that path. Um, and just having that faith makes all the difference, all the difference, that faith and that hope. I mean, it it changes everything. I always say, take the, make your next right choice because we don't know what the next right choice is going to be after that. So when I'm working with my clients or anybody in the refined community and they're, they're flushing things out or whatever, I always say, What's the next right best choice that you are aware of right now? Like, cause you only know what you know right now, right? So what is the next right decision? And then what's the next right decision after that? And here's my philosophy on this. Obviously our goal is to go down a straight line, right? We want to get to where we want to go. But if we make a decision that puts us into the ditch for a couple days or a month or a year, if we keep our focus on, for me, it's my faith and him, like every day putting him first, like, okay, God, what, what do you want for me? He will bring us back, but what we learn in those trenches are what makes us better. And so I don't think any decision is necessarily a bad decision. It's you did what you did at that time. You made the best choice that you were equipped to make. And if it happened to be the wrong choice, but we keep our, our, our hope in the Lord or we, we seek God's will for our life, he will bring us back. And whatever we learn, I mean, that just makes us stronger, makes us better, makes us a better maybe mentor for somebody, a better business owner, um, whatever. Mm -hmm. And I think 
Oh, go ahead, Laura. I've also heard people say like, you know, I don't know if I'm making the right decision. And I heard somebody recently say, you know, there is no right or wrong decision. The decision you make is the decision that was supposed to be made. And I was like, oh, that is such an aha moment for me because I, you know, recently had a friend say that, you know, I just took a new job and I, either I made a really good decision or a really bad decision, but I'm not sure. And I was like, well, you can be reassured that it was the right decision. Like just be reassured that it was the right decision. Because yeah. even if it w doesn't seem like the right decision two weeks from now, you're going to learn a lesson from that, right? Yes. Like I should have looked at this. I should have done this. I should have done A, B, or C. But it's still then you learn those lessons and then you make the next decision. So I love that there's like no wrong decision. Like to me, that was just like an aha moment. Hey friends, hey, sorry to interrupt the show. I just wanted to jump in with a quick reminder about our huge prize pack giveaway. Register at hotmesstosuccess.com slash win. There's a ton of prizes for you to win. So go to hotmesstosuccess.com slash win. Now let's get back to the show. Yeah, That's and it was funny. I, there's, there's actually the story of this parable and I'm going to try and condense it for everybody. So you guys are going to just have to look it up, but it was basically a farmer that had like these, you know, horses and his son there and he was working and, and something happened to where, um, the horses, and this is very condensed, but the horses got out and ended up breaking the son's leg somehow. So the son, he was an elderly farmer. So the son broke his leg and everybody was like, Oh my gosh, now you don't have any horses and your son can't wrangle them for you. This is the worst thing ever. Oh my gosh, this is so bad. And he's like, who's to say if it's bad or good? Like that was all he would say. Who's to say if it's bad or good. And then shortly after, I think it was like the next day or something. Again, this is condensed. They came around to recruit able-bodied men for the army. And his son couldn't go because he wasn't able to body. So it was kind of like, you know, not saying that we don't want to send people troops over. This is yeah, not the point no, of it. It's no. just the whole thing of, you know, who's to say what's right or wrong. And if you look back and one of, you know, my favorite quotes, which I'm not going to say verbatim, um, but is the Steve Jobs is you can't connect the dots looking forward. You can only connect them looking backwards. And that's so true. And yeah, so everything, and it, it gives me when, when you have that, that introspection and, you know, look back, kind of like audit some things and you're like, wow, there really was a reason this was very difficult, but it led me to this. And for me, that brings me peace in all of the, the struggles and the hot messes that happen because I'm like, there's a reason. And it seems really, really difficult right now. I'm going to get through it. We're going to figure this out. Um, but there, there's a reason. And I just trust in that. And I think, again, that's a lot of where that faith comes from. And I, if people don't have that, and this is not like, you know, something that we're just trying to like, you know, push out there upon everybody, but just sharing personally within, you know, my marriage and within our business and within life. If I did not have that, it would be a lot more struggle for sure. Hands down, you know, just being able to like let go and release those things because life can be so freaking hard. So when you have that, it's like, no, I can, I can have that peace in my heart because I have that faith. And so, I mean, I just, it, it's, it's been, you know, incredible to, mm -hmm. to be able to work through that. Like I said, with it, with relationships or with in, in life in general. And it's embracing it, right? Like, I feel like so many people feel like I have a hot mess. How do I quickly solve this problem and get through it and whatever. And sometimes it's just embracing the moment of it, right? Just like, Hey, 
it's gonna happen. Okay. Right. Like I, I especially tell if you're this. an entrepreneur, if you're right. an entrepreneur and a mom, okay, let's say this is, right. you don't have to be both, whatever. This is going to happen. Like, I feel like it's amplified yeah. a lot of times because like, there's a lot riding on things. You are making a lot of decisions, you know, because you're not totally guided by a boss or a structure or whatever. So I think significantly that's really difficult. Not only are you making huge life decisions for your, your, your little ones, <laughs> like that's the pressure that you're putting on yourself and your family, but then also, you know, your income and your survival and all that kind of stuff. It can, it can be a lot. And I think it's the embracing your, the messes because either you're in a mess right now, you just went through a mess or you're going to be going through a mess, right. Of some sort in life. Like it is the reality of life, right? Like if it was all roses and butterflies, we'd be in heaven, right? That is heaven. So <laughs> right, <laughs> that's not earth anymore. Okay. Right. So right. I'm, let's I'm, talk about your, oh, I was going to say, let's talk about yeah. some of your like incredible success. Cause we already, okay. You're a published author. Freaking amazing. I'm so excited to check that out. And then now you're talking about, you know, working with your clients and your coaching. What else do you have going on? Cause I know you have some awesome, some, some other stuff that you have going on too. Right. So a couple things. I'm really just passionate about helping women business owners, entrepreneurs, and sales professionals. Like if, if, if I could wake up every day and just do that for the rest of my life, even if I didn't get paid, I'd still do it. Right. Because I, I love to, I'll just kind of give you an example. The community that Laura was talking about at the very beginning is called the Refine Community. And Refine is actually an acronym. And it means renew, encourage, fulfill, inspire, nurture, and equip. And so that is my heart. <laughs> like, if, 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 like one of our core values for our companies our company is we serve, we lead, we love. We desire to bless the socks off of every person we have the opportunity to connect with, whether we work together or not, and so generously into the lives of others. And so if that's all that we do as a company, I feel like we're successful. Like for me, yes, you have to know your numbers. You have to know your measuring. You have to know how many calls you need to make to get a sale. You've got to know those things. You cannot live on love and fresh air. But when push comes to shove, and at the end of the day, when I lay my head on my pillow, it's not about the income. It's about, wow, I got an email today, and somebody just shared with me the impact that the refined community or my last coaching call had on their lives. Or like literally, I had a coaching call. We do group coaching the second and fourth Monday of every month. And one of the members came on with a huge challenge, and she's like, I have a call at 2 o'clock today. I don't know how to work through this. I need your help. Because basically she was feeling like she needed to discount her services to fit into their budget. So what I did was I reframed it for her and I gave her an opportunity to speak about it in a different way. Okay. She texts me literally like an hour after, cause it was like, or whatever, after her call would end up being like an hour and a half later. And she's like, they increased their budget $1,500 to afford me. I mean, like she couldn't have done that. Like for me, I'm like, yes. Did I get an extra dollar for doing that? No, I don't care. Like, right. but now she's like, she's so grateful. And like, so for me, if we, if somebody is better as a result of connecting with me, my employees, my team, or our community, like, I, I feel like I won the lottery. Like, you can't make it up. <laughs> And I love it. And that's why I do see people that, like you, you said, you know, obviously you can't live on, uh, you know, what is something in fresh air? Love and love. Love and fresh, <laughs> air. fresh air. Can't do you it. Know, <laughs> definitely can't live on that. So, but at the same time, 
there are, are going to be plenty of things that you get to breathe life into your business and have, I don't want to say that edge when you're passionate about something, I'm sorry, you will dominate over other people because you can see it. You can tell you can, you have that longevity. It's that marathon mindset. You're not testing this out. Mm-hmm. And that's where I see so many people that want to start something for themselves. And again, I think that that can take, that's one of the things that Laura and I have talked about. I think that that can take a a while to kind of sift through and figure out what you want to do. Um, And there's can be some indecision there and whatever, but it's so worth it to go through and figure that out. Cause when you do, it's almost like you're untouchable. You will figure out how to, you know, live on what you need to. You will figure that out because you're just so driven towards it, especially when the, the main focus is being able to help others, that energy, that reciprocal energy, it's going to just make you this force that you just, you can't stop. And I think that's beautiful. I can hear that when you're talking about, you know, your business and everything you're doing. It's amazing. So Terry, as you are working with these women, you work with so many different, amazing women. What do you feel like n- not only through coaching, right? Cause you're doing individual coaching, group coaching. You, you see hundreds of amazing women through the refined community. What do you see kind of is like one of the core struggles that entrepreneurs or female entrepreneurs, it doesn't matter if you're Christian, not whatever, like oh, yeah. just entrepreneurs in general, what is one of the main core things that you see them struggling with? Time management and lack of focus. They're all over the board. They're chasing bright, shiny objects. And guess yep. what? They aren't using their time well. They're throwing a whole bunch of things against the wall to try to see if they can stick it. You know what I mean? And so they're exhausted and they don't know. They come to me like, I don't even know what to do next. I feel like I've tried everything. Mm -hmm. And so what I go back to with every single person, every refined member or my one-on-one coaching, it's always the same. I have this six M's is what they are. The first one is mindset. Second one is message. What is your messaging? And not only what we're speaking to the public, but what is our core values for our company and our foundation that we're standing firm upon? There's two sides of the messaging. And most people don't know the messaging for their clients, and they're not even clear about their messaging for themselves. They don't have their core values figured out. And so they go like the wind. Like, we know our core values. And so guess what? When there's a bright, shiny object out there, I can go back to the core values and be like, nope, not going to work for us. It's going to take us off course, right? So you got to know what you're standing firm upon. But then the messaging, what are the top 20 problems that you solve for your clients? I just did a workshop with that for that in the refined community because most women don't know. And so I help people discover that. Like if you don't have your, I always say, do you have your top 20 list? And if they don't, that's where we start. So mindset, message, market. Where are your people hanging out? It's not rocket scientists. Like you can't be everything to everybody. And so many people have that biggest fear of focusing. Why? Because, oh, but I can help anybody. No, you can't. You cannot help everybody who has skin. I'm sorry. Right. <laughs> Let's figure out what you're solving for them. Okay. And then the next one um, is monetize. We got to think outside the box, you guys. Like even with the podcast, there's so many different ways for us to generate revenue and what we're doing. And so many people get stuck in their way. And we need to think outside the box. What's getting our cash register to ring? How are we, where's our pricing? All of that stuff. You know, what can we add, bundle, whatever together. And then the next one is map. What's your strategy? How are you getting people from free to fee? And all of that. So I have a seven step process for that. And then lastly is monitor, knowing your numbers, knowing keeping a pulse on the right things in your business to continue to move the needle forward. And so 
we go back to the basics and all these and we rotate through them and we will never check a box and arrive, right? We're never going to say, yep, I've got the map figured out for the rest of my life because guess what? There's a brand new platform that just came out and that's where my audience is hanging out. I need to change my map, right? You never know. And so you always rotate through them. And so I would say um, productivity being everyone's overwhelmed and lack of focus. And so when we can look at the six M's, it gets us on that right path. And that's what I do with all my clients and members of Refine. I think it's so cool because one of the huge benefits I found in Refine too is each month they focus on one of those things. You know, you guys take that. And so not only are you incorporating the word, but then you're also incorporating these lessons and how to take one of those six M's and really take it to the next level. And now it's not just you and your team teaching, but it's an entire community, which is what I love about your Refine community that you've developed because you have just such high level level, amazing women that bring so much to the table. And I want people to know because it's in-person events, right? There's in-person events. But what I love about the refined community, because we're going to share this link with you guys all on the website, but um, there's virtuals. So yeah. people, so many people are like, I'm busy. I'm a mom. I can't get out. I can't leave. I don't have childcare. I don't have whatever. You've, you've nailed it when you did these virtual events, which I think is so cool. And so now people can literally virtually come together with like-minded, amazing entrepreneurs, learn, get in the word, get educated, get coaching sessions. So you have so much to offer, Terry. I just love, I love what you have. See, so I already had Amanda in love with you prior to getting you on here. Cause I'm like, you're going to love her. She's like our people because Aww. she wants to come on here and she's just all heart, pure love. And she's a coach. So when we get done doing this, she can give us ideas and suggestions. Of how we can be better, right? Like right? <laughs> I always have great ideas. Yeah. Well, I love, you know, the cool thing about your um, six M's too, is I love when she went through that and you said, then we're always going through that. And I think that's, very key for people to understand as well with whatever they're going through, especially you can say in life in general, you can say as an entrepreneur, as a mompreneur, whatever, is that this stuff is a constant, like, and it's almost like, I, I feel like some people when they go through something and they just expect it to be like one and done, that's not how life works. And that's not how we work. And you know, it it shouldn't be either. Like when, when we're growing and learning and there should always be kind of, you know, those different challenges that you have to overcome, you have to rework, you have to go through and reanalyze in this way. But I love that it, it keeps you on task and keeps you on point. Um, but having that realization that it's okay, it's kind of like, you know, if you have a, uh, you know, a diet or you're on a fitness plan or something and you're like, oh my gosh, you know, I, I fell off the wagon and people get really like bummed out about that. Like, Hey, this is, this is a lifestyle. These six M's are a lifestyle. Like you don't, it's not a one and done, you know, this is continuing to go through it. And I think that's very powerful for people to understand and be okay with it. And then once you get in the groove of continuing to do that, it makes it easier and easier for you to be able to bring yourself back to this. And then you're able to just, it's, it's, you just brush away all those, like those shiny objects and things. Cause you're like, oh, this is simple. Like I did. Yeah. It was funny. I went to an event recently with, you know, we're, we're in e-commerce and there was very, very, very high level, like incredibly high level e-commerce people that were going to be there. And I was looking at like trying to analyze like what we had going on. 
lots of different things. And so finally it was funny. I'd never mind mapped before. And so Laura, we were talking about that. She's like, my map. So I put this out. And so the night before I was leaving, I went through and I was just mind mapping everything that we had going on and like looking at, cause it's always the 80, 20 role. And so I was looking at that and it was painful for me to even create this mind map of all the things that where I'm like, Whoa. And it was such clarity. I was like, Nope, Nope, Nope. And I was good with it because I could see it. And if I can't see it, it's like a little bit here, a little bit there. Yeah. It makes sense. Cause it kind of crosses over with my skill. I'm like, wait, no. And it was just like, it was amazing. And so I think right. that's one of the things too, like when you're going through this and being able to have that clarity, like you said, and being able to be like, no, we need to dial this in and make sure that it's in line with, you know, your goal and your, and your vision for what you, you know, really want to accomplish. So, right. Awesome. You know, um, there's that thing, there's that saying, I always tell people this and I have to remember just because we can, doesn't mean we should. And, and so when you, but that M that monitor piece is where you will realize this stuff. So most of us business, um, entrepreneurs, sales professionals, whatever, we are working in our business so much that we're not working on it. Yep. And so part of working on your business is that monitor piece, knowing what, so you said the 80, 20, if we're spending all of our effort on things that are producing 20% of our revenue, guess what? Stop. Let's spend more effort on the 80% things. Right. Mm -hmm. And so, but you wouldn't know that if you don't take the time to work on your business, which right. leads me to one thing I want to share is I do retreats too in person and they're out here in California and I'm super excited. So that's we're the other going. thing. Yes. I was like, yeah, Michigan, Minnesota. Yeah, we're going to Cali. <laughs> yeah. So I was, I'll give you guys all those details. We can also put it um, in the show notes once I get yeah. you guys that website link. But, but that's the thing where I take 10 women at a time for four nights here in the desert, Palm Springs, Indian Wells, and we work on your business. And it, there's so much clarity and so much action and um, productivity that happens. It's amazing. I've been oh doing it for several years. Yeah. That's awesome. Oh my gosh, that sounds awesome. So one of the things that I love is like office stuff, right? Like <laughs> I'm the classic woman. I like all the little notebooks, the pens, the foo-foo, all of that. So what do you feel like with your six M's and when you're teaching your coaching clients, like how do, do you have a productivity tool that you, you know, recommend for them to use or how do they keep track of so that they stay focused on those? You know, everyone's so different. There's people that love to write things down. There's like people that like to type things out. So there's, I'm, I love my gel pens by the way. And when mm -hmm. I take notes, I use all these different colors. So that at least my piece of paper looks pretty, but you know, I don't really, because and that's the one thing I think that's a little different, um, is I don't have a cookie cutter approach. Like I meet people where they're at, like there isn't a cookie cutter way. Like I, everyone's coming at different levels in their business, at different space in their life and that type of thing. So we just meet you right where we're at and figure out, okay, what are your next steps with purpose, right? What do we need to do to continue moving forward? Let's start there. And then what works for you? What do you need? Um, I use, I use my reminders in my phone all the time. I have checklists on my Levenger notebook. I mean, there's so many different tools that I use that I can share with other people. Um, the best sales tool that our team uses, and I have invited a lot of other people to use, is um, Pipedrive. Love it. It's the best tool out there for tracking your sales. And it's, um, it's not like a marketing software. Like I use Infusionsoft for all of that but it's, um, it's more of a tracking your funnel and like where people are at the different stages of your sales funnel. And that's, that's just cool. one, an amazing tool that we use. Yeah. Wow. That's, that's awesome. Very cool. Mm -hmm. 
I'm excited for people to just like learn more about you because I mean, we'll have to do like three or podcasts with you because you have so much going on, which is so fun. So one of the things I know that you're really passionate about is meaningful conversations. And so when people are about marketing and taking their business to the next level and how do I do that? And so can you elaborate a little bit more? What do you mean by like meaningful conversations? Yeah. So I'm going to back up and just, just kind of like set the foundation of this for a second. So there's two forms of marketing. There's active and passive and they're both good. Right. But what I find is most people, all they do, especially now with social media is they focus on passive marketing. And one of the biggest problems that I've seen over the years. Now, remember I started in business for myself back when there wasn't email and we were picking up the phone, this 50 pound phone calling people. But I'll tell you what, it's, Kicking it old school sometimes is really, really good. And people are connected everywhere, but nobody's connecting. And that's why I created Refine and the in-person piece of Refine was to get people connecting. Like people are connected, but they're lonely. They're connected and they're sitting isolated alone. And, and so it's the same things with our sales and marketing. So people will do a lot of passive things. Oh, I sent an email out or I'm sending, I'm putting out things on Facebook or I'm tweeting about this or I'm doing Instagram stories. That's awesome. Don't stop. That is like billboard advertising. It's awesome. And you don't have to pay for it because social is typically doesn't cost anything unless you're doing advertising. Right. But at some point we need to get that conversation. I call it an MC. Let's have meaningful conversations. Now we can we can do a lot through passive marketing. We can drive people to a website and they can buy if we have nurtured them enough to get them to know, like, and trust us. Right. But if you're selling widgets, that's one thing. If you're selling things that cost over a hundred, 200, 300, 500, a thousand dollars, you gotta get people to connect with you on a deeper level. And so I'm all about having meaningful conversations. It's that one of the backbones of everything I do. So many people are like, how do I get my cash register to ring? I'm like, well, when was the last time you picked up the phone and talked to somebody about what you're doing? And it's crickets. They don't do it because there's a lot of fear associated with it. Fear of rejection. What if they don't like me? What do I say? Right. And so I have this five day sales challenge that I invite anybody to go to. Um, we can put that in the show, show notes as well. Um, but it's literally like get your next sale within five days. And I teach you everything that you need to do. And I give you scripts on how to do it and how to engage in these meaningful conversations and get back to some marketing basics. Yes. Yeah. Social media is awesome. And we can, we can get exposure. Like we grow our business through social media. Hands down. We run ads every single month. Okay. But guess what? we talk to almost every single person before they buy. We're selling a $400 product or more. Like our minimum price product is about $400. It's actually about $1,100 for a one-year commitment with um, Refine, right? And so that's not an easy decision for somebody to make when they are just surfing the, the web. They want to know more. They want to talk with somebody. They want to know like, what problems are you going to solve for me? How can this benefit me? So I'm just, I'm huge on meaningful conversations. We, our team, we invite people to talk with us. We don't just message you back and forth. Like, let's get on the phone. Let's talk. How can we serve you? I'm a true believer. If we help enough people get what they want, we'll get what they want. Well, we will get what we want. That's like a Zig Ziglar thing. And I love it. So totally, totally on point. I think that's really aligned with the first part when we were talking about like finding your passion. Again, these are the things you guys, these are huge, huge, huge pieces that 
again, if it's painful for you to do, if it's painful you to connect with your customers and the people that you should be serving, it's probably not the right market and you're probably not. So one of the things like my husband and I are in commerce when initially our, our main business was just on Amazon and you're not, you're not really connecting. Those are their customers. Right. And so we've been really working to build our brand and, and have this off Amazon. And we do have like our customer base. We've been involved with, you know, dog rescue for years. And so like, that's our avatar. Those are the people that we're serving and it is such a different feeling. And it's not this instant. I'm just, I'm just not trying to sell them. Like we really care about your dogs and it's simple to see. And so I know that you were saying about bringing on team members or when we were talking before. And one of the things that was really difficult for us, it's funny when we were trying to figure out how, what are we going to do? You know, we, we need to bring in order for us to grow. We need to bring other people on, but what are the things that we can only do? Or what are the things that are like the top things? And, and for initially I was like telling my husband, I'm like, gosh, you need to get rid of like customer service. We need, he's like, no, like that's it. Like I am the customer because I care. I care about, and I'm like, you're right. Well, it was so amazing. We happened to have this gal that came on board with us and she's worked out beautifully and she cares just as much. And you can see it within, she reviewed the communications that we used to have. And like, that's in her heart as well. So like being able to find somebody in line with that as well has been incredible. So it just, that's the thing, like picking that up and knowing that, Hey, you know what? I'm not tracking the time. Yes. I don't want to, I can't spend two hours with somebody talking with them about right. the dog. Right. But like, right. Those little pieces matter. And in the long run, those are going to make a big difference. And that's exactly what you're exuding, you know, with, with your philosophies. And again, it just, it gets me so excited when I talk to people that like get that are sharing that and your coach, you're guiding people in that way. Like you are setting people up for the best success. So I, I, I'm sure whoever you're working with is really listening to you, but if people aren't working with you yet, then check it out and listen to her. Cause she is, this is exactly what you need to be doing. <laughs> like exactly. I love it. And well, when she says, Oh, go ahead. You bless the socks off of people. Like, I love that. I love, love that tagline. Like we want to bless the socks off of you. I'm like, Terry, you should give away socks. Yeah. That's like, cause she's like, no, cause she's ever. in California. You I do know, not right? want to bless in the, it, like, we need our socks. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I, I just moved here though. So remember I've, I've been in Minnesota for 45 years and I was not going to do another winter in Arizona. So my husband just like, packed up our things and moved. It's <laughs> so you. awesome. Good for I you. No, we don't need socks right now. It's summer. It's okay. Yeah, it's exactly. all, all the way. <laughs> but you are such a blessing, Terry. And you know, when like blessing the socks off of people, I mean, just a kind, loving heart. I personally have been through hot messes in my life and Terry's the one who's texting me like, how are you doing, Laura? Not like, you know, just been there at a deeper level of not about business, but about like, Hey, you know, you felt that friendship and that deeper connection. And it's, it means something it really does in today's world. And so I think that meaningful connections, meaningful conversations, all of that, it's, it's what God wants us to do too, right? Like, I mean, to connect with other people and to serve the kingdom. So you are doing just such amazing things for the kingdom and so much kingdom work. is so amazing. I just, I just love and adore you so much. That's why when we first started the podcast, you're the very first person I thought of. I'm like, we have to have Terry on our podcast, like right away. She's just fantastic. You'll love her. She's everything we're about. And so it's just an honor that you're even here today. Yes. Really cool. Thank you. Thank you. Well, thank you. Thanks for having me. This has been great. I'm excited. I feel like 
you know, when, when we do something like this, like what you guys are putting together again, when you just never know what nugget somebody could take and just be like, wow, that's exactly what I need to hear today. Now I'm going to just shine a little brighter or whatever. And so I don't know. I just think there's so much power in stories. So understanding that you're not alone and one little nugget that could maybe boost your, your personality or your um, mood or your business or something is awesome. It's definitely well worth it. So everyone listening today, Terry's um, business is keeping it personal. So we're going to have everything we talked about, the books, the links, the refined links, everything you can learn about, about what Terry's doing. If you're looking for a personal coach, mentorship, a community of amazing Christian women to partner with, you can go to hotmesstosuccess.com slash KIP, which is for keeping it personal, which is, which is Terry's business. So hotmesstosuccess.com dot com slash KIP and everything's going to be there. We'll have everything really nicely organized in show notes for you. And we'll have all of the links, all of the tools and resources that we talked about on today's episode is going to be there for you. You're going to have the ability to connect with Terry on social media. Can they attend possibly a refined meeting once maybe? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. We can put um, our VIP guest link there for sure. Okay. Yeah. So you'll be able to attend a free meeting, which is so awesome. And I, I encourage anyone who's interested in that to do that because that's how I got there. I went to my, my first meeting and took advantage of that VIP access. And I was like, oh, these are my people. I love this. This is so fun. So, and one of the things that, that Terry had said is through this, and it was just kind of in conversation. She said, you know, you're not alone. And that's one of the things that we were talking about before earlier. Um, so that, that's the thing like chances are just because that's life, there is something that you're struggling with and you are not alone and there are other people. And like she said, having, having those meaningful connections, it is, it's wonderful to be able to, um, you know, connect with people on social media and things like that. And like, but having, you know, a little bit more of that deeper, meaningful connection, it's out there. And this is, this is your invite. I mean, she's inviting you with this, with this, uh, you know, VIP link that she's going to share with you guys. So, um, embrace that. If there's something that you're looking for, embrace that this might just be, you know, your, your little sign or whatever for you to, um, go in and check that out. So I, I, I love this. This has been amazing. This is awesome. awesome. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining us. It's been wonderful. Yeah. Well, I wish you guys a ton of success. I know that people will be inspired just because of your guys' personalities and what you guys are bringing to the table. So this is awesome. Awesome. So again, we've got hotmesstosuccess.com slash KIP and yeah. you'll get all the info on today's episode, which is going to be so exciting. So thanks again, Terry. We love yeah. you and appreciate you so much for being on with us today. Yeah. Awesome. Have a great yeah. day, girls. Get okay. on that book so that we can have you on again. <laughs> yeah. Hey friends, thanks for listening today. If you have not registered for all the amazing prizes, go to hotmesstosuccess.com slash win. And always remember you are not alone. You are highly favored and greatly blessed and you have everything inside of you to kick ass in life and business. Now it's time to take action and own it. Hey.